You're listening to episode number 147 of All About Relationships. This is our leveling up series, part number two, and we couldn't be more grateful that you've joined us for this quest, an adventurous journey. What we will discover along the way is that in life, we do have ups and downs, but they lead to benefits and experiences that are truly priceless. We have compiled 37 nuggets of wisdom to help you choose the best trajectory for your life. In this podcast, we will cover four more wisdom nuggets. Number five is intentionalize your internal dialogue. Number six, ask for God's perspective. Number seven, wisdom comes through experience. And number eight, draw energy from the beauty around you. How long it will take for us to get through those 37, we don't know. But this I do know is that Sunday, December 18th, we're going to have a live podcast. And we really hope you will join us for this live free event. Let's celebrate Christmas together. And now without any further delay, we are your hosts, Bob and Audrey. Thanks for listening. Well, here we are continuing on these nuggets of wisdom. (laughs) We started last week with part one of this leveling up and got through the first four. Mm -hmm. We made a list of 37 that we want to get through. Saying it would only be a series of three. We thought it would be a three-part series. But apparently not. It's going to go more than that. We'll it's see okay. how it goes. I, yeah. I, you know, we'll just kind of be flexible and change as we go. Love and it. Here we are at the end of uh, 2022. You know, we're in December. And I'm really enjoying just kind of reflective. That's what I'm finding, Audrey, uh, with these, you know, nuggets of wisdom. It's kind of being really reflective over the over these precious stones, mm-hmm. you know, that we've gathered over time. And so we just want to take and be able to share with you, you know, in topical form, some of these little nuggets of truth with you. And just ultimately, I just want you guys to have heaven on earth. That's all I want for you. (laughs) I want you guys to actually have heaven on earth. I want you to have high levels of relationships where you're enjoying your relationships. And that really starts when one person just chooses to love and use any obstacle as a stepping stone to more layers of unconditional love. And we believe you're up for this. Well, Jesus came and he said this, I've come that you might have life. Yeah. Have it to the full, have it to the abundance. This is why he came. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to hell. I get that. (laughs) Okay. But he says, this is why I've come is that you might really experience life. So I, I think Audrey, that's the very thing. When you say heaven on earth, you see, the res- the restoration of relationship that we can have with him and yeah, with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And why do we don't have to wait. You know, we, don't we can have, have to wait. We can have heaven, you know, Things so are much only of heaven get now. Better and better, gooder and gooder yeah, they in really that are. department for sure. That's right. So let's start with number five, Bob. Okay. Let's let's just dive right into this. And for our nugget of wisdom number five, we talked about inner dialogue, internal dialogue. So it's change your thoughts because internal dialogue hugely affects your relationships. It does. And I take a look at this very simply. What I want to do is combat the limiting beliefs of a lie yeah. with the truth of, of God, but also just even of my past mm-hmm. and present and, and uh, proposed future. I really want to be able to em- and embrace truth and be able to combat those limiting lies. And we all have a truth, a reality, a perception like that. If there's anything I'm finding out more and more in my own life is that 
my internal dialogue about everything changes everything. Mm -hmm. When I think of a person that has been challenging for me and I change my thoughts and I change the story that I'm telling myself about them and it's my internal dialogue. No one's invited in to this internal dialogue. dialogue. (laughs) And um, it's really, I've seen the fruit of this and I really encourage you, if you're having to struggle with a relationship, you get to change your story, change your thoughts, change that internal dialogue, because the conversation you're having with yourself about that person is going to change it more than anyone else's yeah. conversation. So this very simple phrase is this, don't listen to yourself. Okay. <laughs> if you're not, if you're being bad, don't no, listen no, to yourself. No. <laughs> Let me finish, babe. Don't listen to yourself. Talk to yourself. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay I like All it. Right. I like Don't it. Don't listen to yourself. <laughs> Talk to yourself. Uh, here, listen. Um, I, I, I found this little piece of research I think okay. you might like. It okay. says this. Uh, people, okay, <laughs> I think yes. I think you might ex- Tell me more about people. excel in, in this department here. Okay. Uh, people typically speak 150 to 200 words a minute. Yeah. Okay, I think you might in the, be in the range of 300. But... Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, what people tend to do, though, is they will speak self-talk 1,300 words per minute. Are you serious? Yeah. So, I mean, if you were to no translate. No wonder yeah. it takes so self-control in our speech, to it's develop two to 300 this. words per minute. Yeah. But in our, in our self-talk, man, we're hitting nanoseconds there. 1,300 <laughs> words a minute. I mean, we are just going at it. And so that's why I say very simply, you know, be careful you know, with what you're listening to when you're just listening to yourself, because what you need to do is slow things down and actually talk to yourself, you know, get it down to the category of two to 300. Okay. Wow. And, uh, and here's why, That's because I believe fascinating gratitude begins to open, yeah. you know, that portal to infinite possibilities. Every time. Every time. Imagine if your self-talk though is really healthy. Yeah. Okay. And you're zipping along at 1300. Wow. wow. Progress. We're getting some things done here. We're talking about here. some progress. Yeah. So again, Philippians 4.8 says, you know, think about the things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, you know, praiseworthy, worthy. These are the things that you want to think because your thoughts must always begin to stop when you're speaking. So let mm. me say it this way. I want you to think to yourself. Mm-hmm. Here's just a really fun little exercise. I want you to think. It's, it's kind of like you're drifting off to go to sleep. Okay. And you're, you're imagining and thinking about, you know, little sheep you're counting, you know, as they jump over the fence. <laughs> fluffy, One, cute little fluffy sheep. Two. Yeah, there they go. Three. three. But you're only thinking this. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You're thinking these numbers. You're going from one to ten. Uh-huh. Now I want you... To begin to recite and speak out loud the twenty-third Psalm. Oh. Okay. okay. Now as as okay. As you're counting, thinking. do you have to count sheep yes. at the same time? Yes. Start thinking <laughs> one to ten. Okay. But then begin to speak. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. My shepherd. I, I shall not want. Uh-huh. He leads he makes me. me to lie down. Yes, you in see. Okay, pasture. now did you stop thinking one to ten? Yes. Yeah. Speak to yourself. Oh, it worked. Yes. It overpowered. Because your words are very, very strong oh. and you have to stop. So this is a way to really interrupt your thoughts. Cool. Is begin to speak out loud. It, yeah. Otherwise, you're just combating thought with thought. Oh, 
Oh, but if you involve, but if you engage, engage your voice. and okay. yeah. use your voice, mm. now you're beginning to actually create a new reality. That is such a Isn't powerful, that a fun little exercise? Yeah, it is. And it's also intentional. And I'm always wanting yeah. new ways to develop my skill of intentional thought. Yeah. Like I want to have intentional thought all the time. Right, That's right, my right. goal in life. Right, right. I, I mean, I'm not going to live by default. I mean, people will stub their toe. They'll make a mistake. They'll break something. They'll do something. And man, I'm telling you, some cuss word will come yeah, flying yeah, yeah, out yeah, of their yeah. mouth. Of you course. Know? A, not of course, but, <laughs> but all of a sudden it just come flying out. And it's just like, okay, wait a minute. You see, I've, I've really empowered this moment. Yeah. And that's, those are the words I'm going to choose. Yeah. So all of a sudden it's just like, wait a minute, I'm going to begin to bless. I'm going to actually begin to speak, out to loud. say the words out huh. loud and begin to interrupt my negative self-talk. You know what? This is interesting. Um, just, just popped into my head. I was recently recording a Marco Polo for a friend of mine while I was driving. So I was holding, I holding the phone, you know, with my face in it. And being fully attentive to of the course. road. Of course. And okay. so I'm driving in our neighborhood and I get to the stop sign and um, I'm talking. So I'm, the reason I bring this up because I was talking out loud already. I was talking out loud to my friend and I said, oh, because this person, I just did not like what I had done. I had crossed, I didn't cross a line for a stop sign, but they had to kind of weave around me. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, So you didn't cross the line. No, I really didn't. Okay. But it's that one intersection, you know, at Fortis yeah, Street? don't worry. Okay. It's fine, babe. Okay. So anyway, I was there at the stop sign and this guy, I could see the look on his face. He was deciding to be really angry at me. And I was marking this person, my friend, and I said, Oh my, I said, this person's coming towards me and they're not happy with where my car is right now. Even though I'm stopped at the stop sign, they don't like what I'm where I'm at. And I just talked to this person. I said, I'm so sorry. You must be in such a big hurry to get to work. I'm sorry that you have to work, weave your way around me. And I'm just really hoping you have a great day. I wasn't thinking ahead. It just came out because that's what I was thinking. As I saw his angry face, I thought he's really not doing well today, you know? And, and then I didn't even think twice. And I continued with my Marco Polo to my friend. I said, well, that happened. Okay. So now back to what we were, uh -huh. she Marcoed back and she said, okay, Audrey, I aspire to be a human being like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, but the fact was, is I was talking out loud and that's, that's how you overcome the, the, the reactions of mm -hmm. anger or well, injustice or yes. I'm in the right so you don't have to give me a dirty look or, you know, yeah, those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think but of that. What I want to do is I want to influence the moment. Yes. You see, bringing heaven to earth. Blessing. You see, I do. Yes. I want Empathy. to. Empathy. And yes. so this is what I can do. Mm -hmm. And it will dramatically not just influence my attitude, but it changes the atmosphere. Yeah. You know what? If we truly would understand the creative power of thought. Yeah. Like I'm actually thinking that creative power of thought when it's aligned to how God thinks and who he is, the effect and the power of that is like ineffable. I love that word. It's my mm -hmm. new word of the year, ineffable, because that means beyond description. And I'm learning more and more, like you said, that this is a developed skill. And that's why I'm so mm -hmm. glad you gave us that exercise. It's like, use your voice. Because in order to really align those 1300 thoughts per minute, yeah, 1,300 words wow. per minute. Okay. It, it, you know, if you were to take your thoughts and put them in a... Hone them in. No, in a, in a verbal text, it'd be 1,300. Wow. Where we normally only speak two to 300. Wow. Yeah. 
Something else about thought that is very intriguing to me is that it is actually governed by law of sowing and reaping. Okay. And so I don't think we really understand that everything works in exact accordance to the thinking of, of sowing and reaping of what we're thinking about. And it's as definite as the law of gravity or math or chemistry or electricity. So that when we begin to understand that our, our peace, our joy, our health, our abundance and every other condition and invite and condition or every environment are actually results of our thinking of aligned thinking to heaven, whether it's either conscious or unconscious or subconscious, we really realize the importance of gaining knowledge and skill when it comes to governing our thought. And so thank you for this, Bob. And just for you guys, this is a nugget of wisdom because this just confirms to me how valuable our choice of thoughts are and how I want to be very intentional because when I come into a conscious realization of the power of thought, I get to have the base, best life that I can. So, um, yeah, the thoughts which take root in the mind definitely produce fruit after their own kind. So to improve conditions in our relationships or improve conditions in ourselves, the first thing that happens is we, can, we go with our thoughts and desires because they'll be the first to show progress and alignment with heaven. And with all that you've said, Audrey, I mean, this is really important. You know, just kind of pause for a moment, back it up and hear it again, because these are the things that you actually want to put into practice. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the things you that you want to bring a discipline to because you cannot change what you do not notice. So as you begin to notice this and you're just, you know, again, be, be your own best friend. Yeah. Okay, don't beat up on yourself, but just recognize that I actually do have a choice here. So what I'm not saying is that, you know, there aren't hardships or that maybe you, you know, haven't been done right or wrong. That's yeah. not the issue. No. But I do have a choice in, in the matter here. And so what I want to do is I want to be responsible, take personal responsibility for my practices. And what I want to be careful of is simply this, stop my assumptions mm. because my opinions are just that. Yeah. They're my opinions. Yes. They okay. Are. So I have to be very, very careful with what's going on and, and passing quick judgments or assumptions on others. Because you said earlier, Audrey, this has to do so much with my perception and then that's where I need a God perspective. Yeah. I need a God point of view. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you say, I want to have unconditional love. No, I want to have a love without condition. Exactly. That's what I want. Yes. And so I have to be very, very careful with my assumptions because my assumptions are not always factual. <laughs> and so what I want to do is embrace truth. Mm. And when I embrace the truth, I can begin to deal with the myriad of emotions yes. and thoughts that I have that actually want to drive my life. Yeah. And I will take personal responsibility for me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel like this is such a key element, you know, Especially of, for of, leveling of a golden up. nugget. Yeah. And the leveling up, wisdom. like this is when, and this is where I get to level up. Yes, exactly. When you watch your assumptions, like what you're saying, wow, that really helps in relationships. Let's go on to our next one. Yeah. Number six, God has an opinion. Um, this is a big level up when we know in our heart that God has an opinion and you're actually connected with him and you're creating with him, then you can start to come in agreement with his opinion. I think like his opinion is that you have greatness. You're not alone. You have an advocate. You have a companion. You have 
the God of all, the creator of all the universe, he's with you. You're not alone. I just think his opinion is so valuable. And I think that it's so important when we level up in humility Mm -hmm. to take time and ask God. I think it's like when you had us um, recite the 23rd Psalm, I think again, out loud, I think is just to ask God. The other day um, I asked God for, you know, I said I would even ask and it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together and running Mm -hmm. over. I asked God for a prayer request, you know, like something that I desired. I asked God out loud using my voice and Mm. um, God has an opinion. And when you need to make it, instead of jumping to conclusions or decisions, I'm just stressing the important, the importance of asking God. With these nuggets of wisdom, Audrey, there's a book that we've promoted again and again. Oh, my favorite By, by book. Elizabeth Nixon. Nixon yeah. yeah. And the title is? Decrees from the Psalms. Yes. Yeah. I love my decrees from the Psalms. And um, I, in fact, I was going to refer to them in one of the nuggets coming up. So I'm oh, glad okay. you mentioned it. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah. Let's uh, keep mentioning that They're just that so book. very, very good simply because, you know, Proverbs um, chapter three, you know, speaks about... Um, trust in the Lord completely. You've, you've heard this. Yes. Trust in the Lord completely yes. and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, mm. rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Okay, so I know that you've heard that again and again, but uh, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And then verse six, the next verse, it says this, become intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. So again, uh, this is the wisdom. This is the nuggets. This is where we press in. Mm -hmm. It's just like, Lord, I really do. This is like posture. This is the position of where I live by. Yeah. Every waking moment, this is the posture of of my heart. Mm -hmm. Is that, God, I need you. I'm complete in you. I'm seeking your kingdom. And, you know, it's funny that you brought up the Psalms. Um, I'll just say it right now. I was two days ago, I was just had a moment to to have some quiet and be still before the Lord. And I had this book of decrees with me and it, it said, I love you, Lord, and it's your kingdom that I seek. And my trust is complete and satisfied. Like it's just done. I was thinking of your watch, Bob, with your circles mm-hmm. of how you have your fitness circles and you close your circles right. and all that kind of stuff. I actually saw a visual of my trust is complete. It's like the circle is completely covered. Like there's no room for anything but trust. Like it's complete. My circle of trust is complete. <laughs> and I just had that visual going, it's okay. I can trust you, God. And I love your opinion. And so in humility, I'm going to let go of my own opinion and ask for you for yours. Yeah. You know, yesterday or a couple of days ago, I had a text from someone that I'm helping and loving through some things in his life. And he had perceived, he had received perceived bad news. <laughs> I've received perceived mm-hmm. bad news. And um, I was able to walk with him through it. But the question that I asked him was, what is fear saying? If it's bad news, what is fear telling you? And he listed off several things. Fear is saying this, fear is saying this, fear is saying this. I went, huh, interesting. You know, that fear has so much to say. And we're not going to hate fear or be mad at fear, but we're going to absorb that. But then remember who you are. I said, who are you? Like, how would you end these sentences? Well, I'm the guy who 
So according to your identity with Jesus, who are you? And he goes, I'm the guy who always finds a way with God. I'm the guy who always gets through. I'm the one that's always blessed with so much favor. He started saying, I'm the guy, I'm the guy who does this, or I'm the girl who does this. And knowing those deep in your heart really helps to come in an alignment with God's opinion when you're in a moment when perceived bad news is on the way, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'll tell you this, fear has an opinion. And fear has an opinion and would love to get first wraps Mm -hmm. on how you're going to approach something. Mm -hmm. So instead of letting fear have the first opinion, say, wait a minute, I know fear is saying this, but the truth is God has an opinion. And I'm pretty interested in his opinion. And fear is always associated with a sense of lack. Exactly. Will God be enough? Am I enough? You know, um, and so recognize that internal dialogue again. Yeah, exactly. Okay, those yep. 1,300 words that are spinning around and just pause for a moment yep. and begin to speak aloud. That's right. His truth. Yeah. You know, his very nature and his character and uh, and allow his realities then to become yours. Yeah, and you just remember, you have access to God's opinion and you have a gift of intuition and you can use that. And the other thing that I would suggest even as homework for leveling up when it comes to number seven of that, I mean, number six about God having an opinion, my homework for you would be to just make a list somewhere on your phone or somewhere that's highly accessible of you are the guy who always this, or you are the girl who always does this and just use positive affirmations. I'm the girl who always trusts in God, even when it's looking dark. I'm the girl who always recognizes that I'm not alone. I'm the girl who always, and just make your own list and Mm -hmm. have it ready so that when fear wants to give an opinion, you have a counteraction ready to go. Okay. Let's jump to number seven. All right. Number seven, wisdom comes through experience. Everything that happens in your life has something to Mm -hmm. teach you. When we use the word wisdom, wisdom has everything to do with applied to life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where real wisdom is. Because as we read God's word or, or the scriptures there, it's not just for the information, but it's for transformation. And that transformation comes from this place of a, of a real thirst, you know, that we have for him. And there's this putting off of the old and the putting on of the new and the renewing of your mind. And so again, we can't just go through this list trying to gather new information, right. but there has to be practical application with every golden nugget we have. Yeah, it's yeah. true. This leveling up stuff, because us just talking about it isn't going to change your life, but I'm glad that we're giving it more attention each one than I thought we were going to initially. Like I thought we'd be done in three sessions, but I'm glad we're taking time with each one because I love even giving you guys practical examples of where I've had to learn these. And and I continue last week to learn this, Mm -hmm. you know, because every circumstance um, is teaching me something. And I had some situations last week. And so I get to learn and have more wisdom because of new experiences that I had never had before. So again, taking that personal responsibility, all right, meaning this, am I really teachable? That's, Mm. that's the question that you really want to ask yourself. Am I truly teachable. And so I just have a list of questions here that I want to rattle through. And as I do, I I want you to simply answer yes, no, yes, no, you know, to them, just to recognize, kind of put your heart in check and say, hey, am I really teachable here? So let me roll through this list. Am I open to other people's ideas? Do I listen more than I talk? Am I open to changing my opinion based on new information? Do I readily admit when I'm wrong? 
Do I observe before acting on a situation? Do I ask questions? Am I willing to ask a question that will expose my ignorance? (laughs) (laughs) Not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Am (laughs) Am I open to doing things in a way I haven't done before? Am I willing to ask for directions? Do I act offensive when criticized or do I listen openly for truth? So there is a list of 10 questions that you can just simply ask yourself and put yourself in check. Again, personal responsibility. Those are hardcore questions. I had a a strong yes for some of them. Like, yep, I do that. But then some are like, woo. Yeah. Woof. (laughs) Here's here's the bad part is that we tend to listen for the other person. Yeah. More than for yourself, because this is the way you experience the other person. Oh, okay. So even, I was listening for myself. No, no, no. But even with you and I this yeah. morning, you know, yeah. we had some conversations. Yeah, we did. Yeah, about listening. About listening <laughs> and jumping to action. That's why when you're reading, I was like, "Ooh, busted." <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. What we want to do again, but wisdom comes through to experience. Take, so every day we get to level up. Responsibility here, and yes. we will level up. Yes, we will. And even today, we got to level up because we talked about listening with each other today. Mm-hmm. And we get to be different. And partnering with God and loving the people around me and even being friends with God can take us to a place of appreciation of everything that's happening to us rather than just jumping to those conclusions. You know, that um, because everything we experience in life has the potential to level us up every day. Yeah. Well, and there is this learning process that we all, yes. you know, have. Yes. And applied to life or that place of action. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm going to hear a piece of wisdom, then, you know, how will that begin to look Mm -hmm. or how will I act on it and apply it to my life? Mm -hmm. Then what I want to do is in the next step is I just want to pause for a moment and actually evaluate. I want to notice, Mm -hmm. you know, what is happening? You know, what are my emotions and feelings that I'm having? How are others experiencing me? And then thirdly is this, don't quit. Right. I mean, it may not have gone as well as you hoped, Mm -hmm. but the whole thing is, is I'm not going to quit or I'm not going to give up on you or on us. And so I'm going to, I'm going to make some adjustments Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go at it again because Mm -hmm. love really is my motivation. Right. And you will feel loved by me. Yeah. So again, that's, this is the process here. I'll take personal responsibility. I want to be teachable. I'll run through my, you know, 10 question checklist. I'm going to take action. I'm going to apply it to my life. I'm yeah. going to notice and then evaluate and I will not quit. Good. You're, you're worth it. Yeah. You know, as, as, as a friend, as a, as a couple, as a parent, you know, in community, you're worth as it. As in your own personal journey to wholeness, you're worth it. You're worth leveling up just for you. You know, even apart from all your relationships, not apart from your relationships, but you are worth it. And you know, Bob, we can't get this wisdom by giving in to the difficulties of life. We get our wisdom when we overcome them, you know, and I love Joshua. I was singing a song to myself because I was overcoming um, a thing, a cup. I got, you know, something happened to me and I had an unjust, an unjust email that came in. And, um, I had to become an overcomer in that because my emotions wanted to say, that's not fair. But for some reason I got the scripture. I asked God for his opinion and he reminded me of Joshua In Joshua one, it says, be bold, be strong for the Lord, your God is with you. And I am not afraid. I am not dismayed. I'm walking in faith and victory. And 
And so, you know what, knowing that in my heart, I could become an instant overcomer rather than becoming overwhelmed. And I was, as I was preparing for today's um, leveling up nuggets, I thought of even the word over, like we're either going to be overcomers or we're going to be overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. when you, when you meet trouble um, or difficulty, you're either going to be like an overcomer or you're going to get overwhelmed. But Bob, the majority of people I feel like are drifters Hmm. on the sea of life and they're just tossed to and fro by Hmm. every current Hmm. that comes their way. And it's only the few who realize that they have the power and the invitation to co-create with God to rise above the difficulties and find the wisdom, find the lesson, find the, the encouragement and find the victory because trouble comes to everybody but it not, you know, when trouble knocks on everyone's door, but it makes some people stronger and better and it submerges others into despair. The trouble is the same. It's how it's met that makes the difference. So leveling up and having happiness and peace in our heart depends on how we meet troubles and difficulties when they come to our door. So, um, I personally really have to choose not to, to meet difficulty with human strength. Because when the storms of life come, I can rise up with my human strength, but I really want to rely on God's power. Like you were saying about trusting in God earlier, Bob, because if I trust in God, I can't be overwhelmed. And, um, I want to level up so I don't freak out when trouble comes near. It's very true that we all experience troubles. You know, as you were yeah. saying, you know, when trouble comes knocking at the door. Right. Um, I always Unexpected. Think, Un- Wait a minute. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't invited. Well, you mentioned you. earlier, you know, about an email, you know, yeah. or a phone call. Right. Or you just might have had a conversation and it just didn't happen or go well. Mm-hmm. And what you need to do, and here's my little nugget of leveling up, okay? And that is rehearse life. And... What you want to do is, in the moment, I've already been here before. Hmm. You see, and this is where wisdom, you know, comes in. And it's just like, no, no, I've been down this path before, or I've experienced this before, and it didn't go well, but now I know. And I will take responsibility for me. And and I do not need to allow fear mm-hmm. to speak to me, mm-hmm. you know, worst case scenarios and that it's not going to go well. And all of a sudden, you know, fear just begins to sh- start screaming. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, again, I need to hear myself speak. And so now I'm going to begin to use my words. But what I want to do is I want to rehearse this and I want to practice this in his presence. You see, this is, this is about me communing with him and about his realities really becoming mine. So it's not just something that I do, but more, far, far more, this is really who I am. And so I can, you know, say for myself, there was a real season in my life where I had to be uh, real disciplined because what I was doing was really reckoning myself alive in God and Christ Jesus. No longer I that live, but Christ living in me. And so there was this putting off and on, you know, putting off the old, putting on the new. But this renewal of, the, of my mind was, was a real intention. And so, again, I didn't want just the information, but I wanted the experience of the transformation. Now, you know, years later, and it's just like, yeah. You know, I don't have to travel that road, you know, of discouragement or of trouble or of hardship. I don't need to go there again because mm-hmm. I know where that's going to lead. 
Mm-hmm. Now I've got patience. Now there's a, a depth of character that I didn't have yes. before. Right. Okay. Because you did overcome. You you decided not to be overwhelmed sure. and you decided to be an overcomer. Right, right. And that but these are the things that we actually practice. Yes. I practice. You aren't just suddenly an to, overcomer. No. You have to practice. And that's and why I take responsibility for me. And that's why wisdom comes through experience. You have to do it over and over. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. So that the point where when trouble came to the door, usually, yeah, usually if I would have gotten an email like I had done, I would have taken five days to rehearse what I was going to tell those people because I'm going to be seeing them. And, and then, but then I went, no, I don't need to rehearse anything. I know what I'm going to say and I'm going to do it with love. I'm going to believe the best in them and not, and just assume that they had made a mistake and it's all good. And I'm, it hasn't, there's no thoughts of it anymore. I've got so much peace in my heart, Mm -hmm. but I used to rehearse very bad conversations. And I think that we do that. I'm going to tell them this, 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 you know, we do that. But you know what? I want a life that's really sweet and simple. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where wisdom has come in. I saying, like, okay, wisdom, I want a life that's sweet and simple. But the paradox is if I look for happiness, I won't find it. But if I seek wisdom and his kingdom, happiness finds me. It's just, it's just a crazy paradox because I love the Lord and I seek his wisdom and seek his kingdom. Then happiness just finds me. I don't have to look for it because I think the sweet and simple life is developed through using every circumstance as a leveling up for wisdom. Because sweet, simple, happy, joyful, however you want to express it. Sure. It's not that everything is perfect. No. Okay, it's not that we don't, you know, that everything is, you know, sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns, yeah, um, and cake. Yes, Uh, I like cake. You know, there is, you know, there are hardships. Yes, and so it's not that everything is perfect, but rather I make a deliberate choice. Who will I be mm-hmm. in, in this particular situation? And then how will others experience and, me? And you get and strong find, in character every time. I, right. And I find a grace, an yeah. enablement from God yeah. for the heaven's realities to be expressed and truly become mine. Imagine Now I'm a safe person. Exactly. And imagine witnessing a person's life that it might not look easy in reality, but for some odd reason, their life seems to be so sweet and simple just because of how strong they are. Just because of how strong their character is, just because of how strong they are in overcoming. Like that's, that's what leveling up is. And I can give a a list of verses here that I'd really encourage you to write down and look them up. Isaiah 40, 29, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Hmm. Isaiah 40, 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Second Corinthians 12, 9, Psalm 46, 1. God is our refuge and strength of ever-present help in times of trouble. You're never alone. You are never a minority. Psalm 119, 28. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your words. You see, the Lord comes and he brings the strength. And then Ephesians 6.10, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So all of a sudden, this is the divine exchange. My life, my ways, my thoughts, my actions, my feelings. You know, I want his. Yeah. This is is me choosing. I'm going to level up. That's right. Do we have time for another one, Bob? We got time for one more. All right. Let's jump to number eight. Our our final one for the day, baby. Yes, it is. Yeah. Draw energy from the beauty around you. Okay. 
This is so cool because many people I know are exhausted, tired, and worn out. And we have to take note, if we're going to level up, we need to take note of the energy sources that we have. Mm. And one of them is the beauty. Beauty actually exudes yeah. energy. Well, when you say the words tired and worn out, yeah. you know, the anxiety levels in people right. have, have really escalated mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And typically they're hinged on, you know, worst case scenarios. And what we do is, again, we go internal. So I'm, we'll go right back to our first um, leveling up nugget today, Yeah, you know, was, you know, really being aware mindful. of our thoughts, yes. mindful of the thoughts that we have and recognizing that I can generate 1300 thoughts, words mm -hmm. a minute mm -hmm. that can really put me down. But in this one here, in this nugget that we want to give you is what we need to do is kind of just step outside a little bit. Yes. Literally. Yeah. You know, we, were, we, were, <laughs> yeah. we were talking about words, actually yes. speaking words. Yes. Okay. And now what we're saying, again, a nugget of wisdom is step outside and begin to look and begin to notice God's beautiful creation. Yes. yes. Okay. See the sunrise. Yes. See, see the intricate detail in all that he has made. And all of a sudden this begins to energize you. Yes, it does. This begins to fuel your life simply because I've gotten outside in his beautiful yep. creation. Yep. And if you can't get outside, find a window. And if you can't find a window, close your eyes and imagine something. Like there's just no limits to how you can do this. You, there's just, there's going to be no excuse. You can draw energy from beauty. And there's, um, I just loved how you said that fuel, Bob, that comes in. It's interesting because I have been on, at red lights outside in my car and there's traffic all around me. I've got a deadline of where I'm driving to. But if I take those 1300 words that I'm thinking a minute and I actually look at the bush with the purple flowers on the boulevard and I start to behold that beauty yeah. that's around me and I actually I energize it. myself by looking and beholding the beauty, everything about that red light experience mm -hmm. changes because I've chosen to level up and draw energy from the beauty around me. I think, I think it's amazing because joy is our strength. And there is beauty in every moment if you can look for it. And there's beauty in every person if you look hard enough. Sometimes you have to look harder than others. But um, Bob, something I love about you is that you're good at this. Audrey, as you well know, I love taking pictures of nature, yes. of flowers, oh, of sunrise, yes. sunset, animals, uh, flowers, birds. especially yes. flowers. Yeah, I just love the intricate detail yes. in, in and flowers. And you're very good at well, it. Thank Your you. photos are amazing. And you always tell me, you need to take more pictures with people in them. Yeah, but. So, <laughs> so I do. I'll, I'll put a, I'll make a little bit of a scene. I just recently went on a hike with my son, Christopher. And so I, I made sure that I took a few of them with him they're very small but he, he's in there he's in the distance <laughs> but uh you know we're reminded throughout scripture you know uh in romans uh chapter one it, it speaks about how god's nature has been made visible uh through through nature right. uh, his eternal power you know just transcends so you know what is very visible yes. is is a snapshot yes. you know like a picture yes. you know of the infinite uh wisdom and details you know that god has for us and so there are just such wonderful attributes yet you know yet for us to be to perceive for seeing the visible allows us 
or leads us into a place where we can even begin to see a glimpse of the invisible. Oh, that is so true. Um, You know, we've been mentioning my book of decrees that I love so much. Mm -hmm. And one of them says, I look at the skies and the beauty of the skies, but they are just a dim reflection of the true sanctuary of your beauty. And I think that's just another way to say what you've been saying is that we, we see through a glass dimly kind of thing. But you know, Bob, you know, nature and beauty, and again, we're talking about drawing energy from the beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, even studies show that exposure to nature not only makes you feel better emotionally, but it actually literally helps your health. It reduces blood pressure, heart rate, muscle yeah. tension, stress, it releases, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it stops the production of stress hormones. Like it really makes a difference. And being outside does make you feel more alive. And and that sense of increased vitality exists above and beyond even more than physical activity or social interaction. They say that's how much energy comes from just beholding mm-hmm. the beauty that's available mm-hmm. to all of us. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a cloud, you know, yeah. even if I'm just looking at a beautiful cloud, that's enough because there's nothing man-made about a flower or mm-hmm. a tree or a cloud. It's the same ones that have been there for thousands of years. They're exactly the same. They haven't changed because they're not man-made and they're not affected by technology. This is God's design to put us in a beautiful world that we can have access to this kind of energy from our creator. And with that, let it move you to a place of rest and security. Because if he cares so much Mm. above the, of the lilies of the field, if he cares so much you know, whether a sparrow falls, if he cares so much, then how much more does he really care for me? And so I, I take a look at it. Yes, I can draw strength and, and it energizes me and fuels me. Why? Because I am the apple of his eye. You see, I am the one that he pursues and loves and has chosen. You see, all of a sudden, when I become the object of his love, how profound is that? Because he gave this world and all of its beauty and splendor just simply for my pleasure. And it all works so intrinsically in every detail uh, in harmony with one another. So from the very beginning, he says, let's make mankind, let's make them in our image and let them be in har- harmony as all of creation is in harmony. And so this is the beautiful invitation, is that if you're feeling anxious, exhausted, worn out, slightly depressed, man, it's time to get out and go enjoy a mm-hmm. little bit of nature mm-hmm. and recognize how chosen and loved by God you really are. You know, we're thankful that you're taking this journey with us to level up. We believe that you want that sweet and simple life. And I know that you're gaining wisdom from your experiences. And we've talked about how God has an opinion and how you get to really change the internal dialogue Mm -hmm. that is affecting your life. And I have a a simple level up challenge this week. And it's simply this. I want you to take a look at your past. Okay. But what you're looking for is actually a treasure. I want you to hunt for the treasure in your past of three good things that have gone on recently. Mm, That's great. Okay. Just take a look. In your past, for three things, reflect on the good memories, you know, that have happened 
this past year. Mm. And I want you to focus on those three things. And then you could even look at maybe three hard things that you've overcome and you are better for because of. Mm. Okay, that was just like, you know, Audrey, as you were mentioning, you know, hey, it, it was really hard the first time. But now I've leveled up mm -hmm. and now there is, you know, I have character. Mm -hmm. So I want you to hunt, you know, this little treasure, treasure hunt, hunt here yeah. as you level up three good things and then be able to take a look at three hard things where you've actually leveled up. Yeah. And then take a look at the very present this week. Okay. So you got time this week to actually come up with 10 things that you're thankful for right now. Love 10 it. 10 things that you're thankful for right this now. This is good leveling up And then the final stuff. one, yeah, because we're all leveling yeah, up together. And then look to the future, okay? What are you looking forward to this week? As you hear the podcast, hmm. just give yourself a moment to consider, okay, what am I actually anticipating this week? And what am I looking forward to? And then what are you looking forward to in the month and then possibly the year ahead. Wow, that is a great mm -hmm. way to notice and pay attention mm -hmm. and to level up and yep. to find the beauty in things and to really use our thoughts in a way that's going to bring concentration mm -hmm. and focus to, to really be intentional. Yeah. And commonality in, in it yeah. as well. And there we begin to find some harmony. Because I, I can honestly say, I believe that your past year has been better than what you allowed yourself to believe yes and that your year going forward is going to be, be even better e even better amazing. it really is amazing probabilities for next year yeah. all right we are look what i'm looking forward to is the next time we see you we're going to be on a live podcast oh, that's right and december so 18th. december 18th yeah i hear hope you hear this in time if not you missed it but <laughs> we're looking forward to seeing you in person that's again right. we loved having q a with you guys yeah and so December 18th, we'll get to have our hot chocolate with you guys and have our Christmas time. That's right. So we'll see you then. All right. Bye -bye. Have a great week.